Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. My name is Rob Crane and here, as always, I guess always might be a weird term because we haven't done this in two months, uh, Chris Valente. Chris, hello. Always could be a very loose term right now (laughs) based on our frequency. Our frequency has been dog crap uh, this summer, Um, but that's okay. We have had things to do, things to do. So I kind of want to apologize. I mean, we haven't done one in a couple months. I like doing these things. You like doing these things. So, like, I want to apologize because we wanted to do them. Um, But, like, last time I looked at this, we did is, like, June 28th. And between now and then, it's, like, 4th of July, right? We were just kind of away and doing stuff. You went on vacation uh, around the All-Star break, right? Because I remember asking you, you want to – want to record and you're like i'm going on vacation i was in new jersey in that's jersey. right i went i went down to the jersey shore that's i was trying i'm trying to remember <laughs> my mind like, does not work a week ago go? where was and I? then the week after that i was in maine and uh i was in maine for a week can i just tell you i never been to maine really on a vacation um it was awesome maine was great maine underrated place we went a little north of Old Orchard Beach. So you had like the access at Old Orchard Beach, for those who don't know, is very touristy. And I didn't want to be in the tour stuff, but you had access to the tour stuff if you wanted it. But like we were a, two or three miles north, so you didn't have all that crap. And you just kind of had this quaint, small little town, big wide beaches. It was spectacular. Rachel goes to Maine regularly with the kids. She loves Maine. Loves Maine. Big Mainer. Maine. Maniac. Big Maniac. And then we were 25 minutes from Portland. If you have not been to Portland, Maine, Portland, Maine is a gem, gem of a city. It is. It's it's. And if you love beer, great beer city. Great beer. Beer. Big beer scene. Not that far from. But people think Portland's like far. It's not that far. Well, for you maybe a little bit further, but for me it's really like an hour and 45 minutes. Not even. Yeah. So mine's like. Two hours and forty-five minutes. Yeah, right. Like it's, uh, it's not bad at all. So anyway, you did vacation. I did. Uh, you did vacation. I did vacation. Um, and then somebody got uh, COVID. Well, no. Then I went to Vegas. <laughs> you went to Vegas. That's right for Species' birthday party. Species' fortieth. Um, happy birthday, which, by the way. Happy birthday, old man. And then, uh, then I got COVID, which I didn't get COVID in Vegas. Oddly enough. Strangely enough, it did not come from Vegas. Because we were going to record then, too, like after you got back from Vegas. And then you're like, no, nah, man, I, I I can't do uh, it. No, I had – no, I had th- – I was – so I came back. I went on a bender. So I went to Vegas from <laughs> Friday – from Friday to Monday. I landed Monday. I was at Fenway Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for all the games. I was there every night. You're and working. Just, that's right. I was like, I texted you back. I was like, you're working the Albany Devils schedule again. I was, it was crazy. I was, I've been at more games this year than I've ever been, which is a good thing. Yeah, um, of course, of course, but of course. it was nonstop and like partying with clients, dinners. So I was just like on a bender. So like <clears throat> Friday night, last day of our interns. Um, and then we were, they were at the game celebrating for their, their end of their run. And then Monday, I was in a golf tournament. Tuesday, uh, I went to work and I started like yawning. I was like, all right, I've just hit this wall, right? I'm like, I'm just, I finally, my body is like, okay, you're tired, go home, whatever. And sure enough, like that night, I test negative. I woke up the next morning. I'm like, I know, I know I have COVID. Like, <laughs> I just could tell it. I, and I was, I was supposed to be getting on a plane to go to Pittsburgh, 
with we had a, a big Penguins meeting, and we were going. The Red Sox were out there playing at PNC Park, so we we're going to take the Pirates, the Pirates, the Penguins partners to a Red Sox Pirates game. Like half of our staff was going, a whole good thing. On the way to the airport, I was like, no. And sure enough, my fears were confirmed. Turn around, go home, have COVID, and it knocked me on my butt for four days like i i felt like i had the flu but no fever my sore throat dizzy headache exhausted just way worse than the first time i had it luckily my family had gone to mystic connecticut so they weren't going to be great here. aquarium that's where they went the aquarium outdoor aquarium right it's like you can they saw belugas the, the whole thing the big whales the cool thing the whale the beluga like whales yeah that's the, that's a good one so then i just was like in the house suffering with COVID for like four days, got the Paxlovid, the, the pills didn't quite fix me. But by then I woke up Sunday morning, like it never happened. Just crazy. Like bizarre. Just like woke up and you were fine. Fine. Felt fine. Like no symptoms felt great. And, uh, but I had to stay out of the office for five more days, um, based on having COVID. So Got back to the office last Friday, thank God, out and back into the world. And now here we are. So, yeah, you well, know. While you were recovering from COVID, I was at Golf Disneyland. You were. I went to Pinehurst oh. for a week. It was my 40th birthday present to myself, you know, eight <laughs> months late. But um, it was so good. It was so good. Um, I played four courses. So I play. I got there Monday with a buddy. I have, went with a buddy. Uh, shout out Paul Hamas in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Him and I worked together when we were in Battle Creek. And uh, it's always Battle Creek, baby. Goes it always back goes to back Creek. to Battle Creek. So him and I worked together in Battle Creek. So we talked about the good old days when you like meet your, you could meet like lifelong friends. Yeah, Paul and I met in Battle Creek, Michigan. Uh, he was in concessions intern, and I was selling group tickets, and then. Uh, now he's working for Union Pacific and, you know, doing giant things. So, um, but anyway, Paul and I haven't, I was in his wedding, but we haven't like seen each other in like seven years. So it was just me and Paul. We went down and we uh, had a blast. So we played four different courses. One was Pinehurst number two, where they play, the, where they're going to be playing the U.S. Open in 2025, I think, four or five. And um, then they're going to play the U.S. Open there every five years. And uh, so we played. Course number set, they're all numbered, right? So it's course number, I played course number seven, which was 13 holes that you would tee from an elevated green. If there's anything prettier in golf, besides maybe an ocean view, uh, elevated green looking down into the fairway is just the best. Yeah. Right? It is just yeah. so good. Um, but then you had to hit to an elevated tee. So it's like a U course, right? You hit down to hit up. Um, that was seven. Number four was, uh, it's very similar to number two. So you kind of have the sandy waste areas and the pine trees. Um, and then two was just spectacular. It was spectacular. It was like, uh, you know, it was like Torrey Pines, right? Like when, uh, and it was, it was awesome. And You've had then, some good golf excursions for the last year. Yeah. Torrey Pines, Pinehurst. I, yeah, I played. Tory Pines a few years ago, Pinehurst. I thought you went to Tory Pines this year too, didn't you? No, no. I did not go to uh, Tory Pines this year. Um, but I, I did play Newport Country Club last year. So one of the things I want to do is, so I love play. You know, these courses are just so nice. 
um, I'm going to start uh, a tradition. And I'm going, I bought a pin flag from Pinehurst. I've always wanted to do this, and I just never did it. And then in this basement room that I'm in, then hang up all the pin flags from all the uh, really, you know, the exceptional courses that uh, you played. You know, the municipal one that I normally play down the street um, is not going to make the cut. But uh, some of these really good <laughs> no, ones. No, that counts. That counts. Hey, poor, poor men need to have courses too. It's fine. So it was uh, so... What they did, it was like Disneyland in the, like, what do you think when I say that? Oh, so let me, I'm just so excited about this thing. Why was it Disneyland? <laughs> Is the service was a 12 out of 10. You basically get out of your car, you hand them your golf bag, and they say it will be at every course that you need to play it. And lo and behold, you give them. So we played literally, I think we got there at like noon, and our first tee time was at like 2. And I handed them my bag. Ate lunch, went to go to play the course. Boom, my clubs are there. Next morning, clubs are at the next course, at the next course, at the next course. And then the most fun I've ever had in my life on a golf course happened. Uh, they have this thing called the Cradle. Chris, the Cradle is a nine-hole course. It's from about 40 or 50 yards uh, long. And uh, they range from 40 or 50 yards to, like, the longest one was, like, a buck ten. And... They have music going, so they have music playing on the outside. You have to, you nearly have to play this with a cocktail in hand. <laughs> and it's rough. I played it three times. I played it three times over two days. And every time I played it, I played it barefoot. <laughs> That's way. <laughs> <laughs> I played it without, without any, just barefoot, cocktail in hand, and you just take like two or three clubs. And it was the most the um, the most fun I've ever had on a golf. I'm course. on the website now. I'm just because I want. I'm looking at the cradle because I'm I, I'm just so curious as to like how you walked around a golf course barefoot. But I'm, as I'm looking at this, I can now see how you could do it. Yeah, it's just like the most chill vibe of all time. The cradle was unbelievable. So, do they sell when you when you buy the package to Pinehurst? Do they is it like unlimited golf or is it you get X amount of rounds in your package? Is every you get package X different? amount of rounds in your package. So Got I had it. four rounds and then you could play the cradle. They give you a tee time for the cradle, but the guy who runs the the cradle, um, if there's nobody like we play, I had it one dime on a we played a Tuesday. We played it once, and then like nobody was there. We're like, hey, can we play it again? He's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And so we just played it again, and then we played it again on uh, on Wednesday. And uh, instead of playing it again uh, for a fourth time, uh, we went up to where you can get booze, and there's a couple Adirondack chairs up there, and we just grabbed more drinks and just sat and watched other people uh, play golf and talk. And uh, Was this the greatest golf trip of your life? I've only gone on one. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, uh, we do Torrey Pines. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, um, in was, terms but of I was – I didn't – Go to San Diego to go to Torrey Pines. Got it. I got was it. in San Diego for the winter meetings, and we <clears throat> snuck away to play Torrey Pines. Well, I'm glad to hear you got on all these rounds for our LTI uh, Larry Tanker Invitational. Green jacket, uh, green we jacket have, is. We are now have, green jacket. Gold jacket is ours again. Oh yeah, we have. We. I'm glad you got these practice rounds in because it's come three weeks. We defend. We defend the crown. We defend. Defend the wall, baby. <laughs> we'll be all right. You had the, one of the greatest shots on 18 uh, ever. I don't know how I hit that ball so far. You hit it. You crushed it. I, I, crushed I rem, it. I remember when you hit, when you remember somebody else's shot. It was a good one. 
It, it was. It might be one of my best shots ever. Right. Because it, it got us the jacket. It got us the jacket, and we didn't even really know. Like. No, we had no idea we were going to win because you don't know until you turn in the scorecard at the end, and all the stuff gets added up and tallied. Yeah, one by one. Sure enough, that one stroke paid off. It's unbelievable. So anyway, that's how schedules and COVID dictate why it took us eight weeks to record. So in in that in-between of our craziness of our world, life, etc., I did have one of the biggest monumental moments in Front Office Features podcast history. <laughs> Drum roll. Three years later, after starting the conversation and our first CMO, our first I met CMO. in person Mr. Michael Scott of the Washington Nationals, who came to a game at Fenway Park with his girlfriend, came up to Boston, Just showed him a good time. Or were they up there for? They went up for vacation, and uh, and then um, we had him over at the game, had him in, had him in our suite, got some dinner, a little tour, the whole nine yards. So yes. Met Mr. Michael Scott in person after three years of communicating, which started with him not in the industry, not in the business, going through COVID, being like, I'm never going to get a job. It's never going to happen. Yeah, he went through some ups and downs. Ups and downs, which, but he landed an internship with the Nationals, turned that into a full-time gig. The guy's just crushing it. And got to meet his lovely girlfriend. And uh, yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was a long time coming. So hi, Mike. What's up? Uh, I'm thrilled that you're able to do that. Michael, uh, he kills it. And uh, our social is never as good. Uh, he was the best at it. No, I know. And I, he told me, he's like, oh, I wasn't very good. I was like, no, man, you got our followers way up. I, whatever you were doing worked because, yeah, yeah. Pour, pouring out for the original, the OG, this, the first CMO ever of Front Office Features podcast, Michael Scott. That's awesome. Well, Michael, uh, I'm sorry I didn't get to see you, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, thrilled that uh, that you got to meet him, Chris. That's, that's pretty fucking. That's yes, pretty cool. it was. It was finally, finally, and it, I mean, also his name resonated. I mean, I think the relationship he and I have goes deeper because of his name. <laughs> Quite <laughs> frankly, it just means more to me, even though he doesn't watch The Office just like you. Um, still, haven't, still haven't watched the episode. Yeah, it's just, yes. Uh, you, I, I I'm just happy out. to be back. I'm happy to be back, and now I'm angry again. So, no. You, <laughs> no I have banged no. out. You know what show I've been watching? Now I'm, like, into. So I get hooked on stuff, right? Like, Curb? Uh, Curb I like, but I can't watch it with my wife. She would not like it. Um, that Drive to, Versa- Drive to Survive F1 show on Netflix. All right. I've never watched it. I've heard I, everyone loves it. Three episodes in. Uh, no, three episodes. Three. I've we just finished the third season. I should say, there's a fourth season that's out, and they've already done fifth and sixth. It's so, changed the fandom like wildly here. I'm in the way country. into it. I'm like, oh, Max Verstappen is. Uh, he won the Belgium Grand Prix this weekend. If you would ask me six months ago, who the hell Max Verstappen is and what the heck the Belgian Grand Prix is, I was I don't know. But now I'm like all in. It's like Red Bull, you know, the Red Bull guys. So yeah, I'm like F1. I'm an F1 guy now. F1 guy. It's it's you. It's and a tale. To Vegas. It's a constant tale that I keep hearing, be based on everybody watches that show and they get hooked. Yeah, there's a they have very good personalities, from the drivers and then these principals, like the guys who run the teams, um, and then they're like changing drivers all the time, and you get to know the drivers' personalities. That's fun, and like the racing is also interesting. 
because you know, no offense to NASCAR, but it's not just driving in a circle, right? Like offense uh, taken. It's uh, up. Sorry, <laughs> Roush Fenway Racing, um, but ups and downs and you know curves and um, it's it's just cool. It's just it's it's it's. I even flipped it on TV before, and uh, I never would have done that. So yeah, I'm I like and now I'm, I'm like following them on Twitter and everything. It's like who it's broadcasts F one, NBC? They actually just did a new deal with uh, ESPN. They were getting fifteen million dollars. Over three years, oh, it was either three or five years, and now they're getting like seventy-five million dollars a year. That that's a that's a that's a big increase. I mean, so, that, it's still a little way to go to get to the big boys up here in the states, but yeah, that's a good increase. Yeah, right. They went from like three million dollars, like you know, here's just a little F one from a it. That's like the one percenter crowd over oh. in Europe, like the places they go and the private jets that fly in for those races and the hospitality it's 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 next le- yes it does make it's a it's a it's a rich man's nascar essentially yeah, it's uh they showed some stuff when they were in monaco and oh yeah i mean i was like that doesn't even look like real life that's that's the interesting part of the fandom is like the most people won't ever be able to get themselves to an f1 race based on where they're located i mean now there's more coming in the u.s there's but one even in Austin and there's one going to be in Vegas, Mi- right? Miami, right? Miami, Miami they just did. Yeah. But they said the Austin one is a disaster to get out there because it's one road way out in the middle of nowhere. So getting in and out of there, unless you have like a helicopter, you like it's it's hours to sit in traffic to get to this track. So really, yeah. Um, the Vegas so yeah, one should be interesting. The Vegas one would be down the strip. Down the strip. That's going to be crazy. Like in your hotel room, looking down, watching these oh, cars, like. Like, what if they crash into the hotel? Like, I, I'm kind of confused by this. There's got to be some sort of safety thing. There's one, uh, w- there was the last episode, and this guy crashed. And for two minutes, his car split in two. And for two minutes and 30 seconds, it's on fire. And he's not out. Holy shit. So, like, something was on top of his head, and he thought, like, he was upside down. He's like, ah, someone will get me. And he just kind of chilled there for a little bit. And then he looked around. And he's like, no one's coming. What's all this orange stuff? He's like, that's fire. And he's like trying to figure out how to get out of there. And he like, the luckiest thing of all time is like, you know, as uh, he had like burns on his hands and burns on his feet. Um, but made it out, thank God. But it like watching it, I was like, glued. Glued. This F1 show they, has got Are they going to show F1 someone show die right now? <laughs> Right, I didn't know. Snuff, snuff films, snuff films on Netflix. So ne- then it's like uh, now I'm like, all right, who's leading the points in the constructor series? Like I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. I'm That's in. great. Like, I, I've heard this from many people who say they watch this show and become just hooked. So one of the things that I'm dying for, dying for, and this is one of the topics that we were th- going to talk about. The PGA this year was recording. A similar drive to survive. They I were all years to do that, and half the guys are live golfers now. Yeah, buddy, it's <laughs> gonna be so good. It's well, gonna be so good. Before we dive into that, congrats to my 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 personal dear friend Rory McIlroy on his. Oh, FedEx. that's right. He gave you a driver on his FedEx. I, I feel like I played a part in his uh, his championship. Did he you did watch good. any of that yesterday? I did not. No. It what was, was yesterday? Like what was yesterday? Sunday. Oh yeah, I was literally outside catching up on life and doing yard work. Scotty and... Scheffler, I I watched some of it uh, when my son was asleep. 
and you know dad work i was like maddie go play downstairs i'm gonna sit over here and watch golf <laughs> and, and um scotty Scheffler had a six shot lead going into that i yeah and i did just, i saw all the highlights he just melted i and, saw rory give his parents like a, a hug afterwards and con- like they yeah. they were very appreciative and said ni- good nice yeah, things to rory's him rory's like the man and uh yeah my dear personal friend your dear personal friend you should did you text the guy I shoot. I shot him an email to congrats. I mean, he's making a nice little chunk off that eighteen million. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing when he gave his caddy a hug. I was like, "That caddy, uh, yeah. he just did congrats, all right. eighteen million, twenty nine million dollars this year." That's crazy. It's crazy. Who um, needs live? Who needs live golf? Um, good as Rory. The, the but that stuff's. Uh, uh, I was watching it was wild, but anyway, I can't wait for the PGA version of Drive. It comes out Drive. next year, right? I would assume something like that, yeah, right? Because I think it comes out. I think it said like January of next year. Or oh man, I'm gonna be glued, glued to that. Glued. He, he, he was firing more shots this week about he doesn't yeah. really want to see those guys at the next the tournaments. He wants them gone. Like it, it's it's kind of it's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it is beyond kind of good for golf. The it's kind of good for golf. Drama is great. It's like the NBA. It's just full of drama. The NBA yeah, is I, like they just they have meticulated drama off the court in that world in that sport like nobody's business the the subtweeting they do the instagram post in the and nba it's burner, crazy like kevin durant at burner burner accounts. Accounts. <laughs> it's, it's awesome total totally just like own the off season even with just like their their off the court storylines yeah. and that, even just their post on instagram was uh they're always cryptic you're like yeah what's going on like Kevin Durant's coming, or he wants the coach fired. He doesn't want the coach fired. Now he's staying. It's like, what is? The, it's just, there's just always news in that league about somebody or something. Yeah, it's crazy. I, yeah, it's it is it's it's wild. But uh, the live stuff. What do you think about it? Um. While we're on. Well, it. taking on taking aside, I'll look at it from the we'll look at it from the sports business lens. I think it'll probably be safest. We're. <laughs> I think it'll be safest. Okay. I didn't realize we were entering dangerous territory. It's kind of it, so yeah, I mean, well, for us there's there's a, obviously the commissioner of the PGA Tour is a former Fenway Sports oh, yeah, management right. employee. Um so we're pretty close with Mr. Monahan. Um but here's here's my overall assessment of it is look, I think it's going to in the end of the day be good for golf long term. I think Why? the I think PGA it's been stagnant. It hasn't been challenged ever, right? Never. It, they haven't made any adjustments in terms of play, access, fandom, pools, etc. I I think competition breeds usually better things that come out on the other side of stuff, right? Needs I mean, hell, they've already made big adjustments to right, the and like the Tiger, and... the Tiger Rory League come in. Like there just seems to be now more than ever positivity from a golf like progression like the old stodgy guard seems to be dropped a little bit totally agree with that top golf had a big reason to do with that in my opinion for sure like you're getting you're getting back so like the last time they actually had a influx of casual fandom was tiger which is going back almost 25 years now right yeah so i just finished now- that i just finished tiger's book not tiger's book but the book on tiger so with this, with Liv, the the challenger brand, if you will, who has a unlimited amount of resources to be a challenger of a real threat, 
is forcing the PGA to take an internal look at themselves and probably make some much-needed long-term changes. Now, when the XFL launches, the NFL isn't worried about the XFL, right? Because they're not a real threat. They're not. The XFL can't write a check to Patrick Mahomes to leave. Like, right. there's no worry that Patrick Mahomes is jumping ship to the XFL. In this instance, clearly, there's the resources based on who's writing the check to make these things happen that is causing the PGA to react in a way of of change. Like, the, the guaranteed money, um, the increased purses, getting the guys to guarantee to show up right. to these tournaments. Like, that's going to help the PGA. But how on earth... Are you going to get, but for now, I see that so short term, but the next step of that, to be a real competitor to the PGA, to be able to do things, and yes, it has made some changes. You got to get it on TV. And what network is going to be like, yep, we're going to get in bed with Greg Norman and the uh, and Live Golf and all of the baggage that comes along with that. So that's that's the great point and answer everyone's trying to figure out is how does it become... Because you can't watch it. I mean, it's on like YouTube Live or something. Right. How does Live become a viable business? There's right? no way. You can't. So I, I won't say you can't because who knows... How, can how can you say that can be a viable business when they spent, you know, multiple billions of dollars on like six guys? Well, the again the resources that are the, the resources that are behind it clearly don't care about the short. There's a there's a bigger plan for the Saudis in terms of this PR campaign, right? There's clearly something else behind how they're going to leverage this. They're trying to figure out how do we become less hated around the world. I actually don't think yeah. as many people hate them as they think, quite frankly, because they've been in sports for a long time, whether it be English Premier League soccer, whether it be other stuff. One. F1, exactly. So even the uh, PGA, they would go over. Um, they have the uh, Dubai. Um, they have a they have a tournament over in Dubai. So, I, I think the overreaction of it because it's the Saudis has died down a little bit. It's more of okay, is there a real goal here to become a viable business? And if so, how are you going to do that? That's the. They're not taking sponsors. Like I've talked to people who try to become sponsors of the of the of Live, and Live has said no. We're we're all set. So like again, what's the end goal? I guess only they know. Um, I also but it's a fascinating to... case. It's going to be a fascinating case study forever, right? It's I, just, I agree. With it's that. a it's fascinating be... case study. The the fascinate. I definitely have a fascination with it. Um, the one thing I don't love is that the tournaments end on Saturday. Because it's only three days, right? It's only three days. It start, so Liv Golf lives is here this week. They're here this week in Boston. I was uh, uh, I was texting Bo with Boston. I say loosely. It's the international, in, in which is Boylston. in Bolton. 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 Um, and um, shit. What the hell was I saying? I don't know. Whatever it was, it was because it ends on Saturday. It said it, oh, it ends yeah. on Saturdays. Golf is supposed to end on Sundays. It just is. Why would yeah, it end I, it on Sunday? Play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So. There's, I guess, there's a couple schools of thought, right? So if they want to differentiate, if, if well, if you, well, that I mean that, and if you avoid Sundays, you're not competing with football in the fall. Right, so, but you're still competing with college football, which is just yeah, but college, yeah, but only in certain parts of the uh, NFL 
crushes. Like it's yeah, just you, you can't it. go up. You can't go up against it. Like college football in certain parts of the country at certain times. Yes, you're not like you're but not going to get the Alabama the, crowd now. Right, ended Labor Day weekend, just like the PGA does. PGA is basically off. The tour's done until the FedEx Cup happened, Right, they're going to play the President's Cup. Yeah, is the I don't even know the live schedule. After this, are they going other places? I don't know. I just the uh, Boston one I was interested in. I do know people. Go, I do know people going out there. I mean, we used to. So Fenway Sports used to run in partnership with the PGA, the Deutsche Bank, the Dell Technologies, the Northern Trust, the TPC Boston, and it was always Labor Day weekend. Yeah. And it it was it was it was a. <laughs> This is a terrible pun. It was a tough putt to get people to go <laughs> because of Labor Day weekend and, and around here is such a, a meaningful weekend for people's last hurrah before essentially we shut down and go into hibernation for the next five months. So yeah. convincing, I think, the family to go to a, a golf tournament wasn't the easiest thing for probably people to said do. Um, and also TPC Boston isn't necessarily anywhere really near, near Boston. Right. So, yeah, it, it was always it was a tough it was a tough draw for the PGA for a long time, and they eventually they moved the tournament down to Jersey, and then we rotated it back. But they 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 since have decided not to play up here. But yeah, it, this this is kind of filling that gap where there isn't a, there isn't events. So it'll be interesting to see how many people go out to Bolton, the international. Have you ever golfed international? No, I haven't. It's a they had they were the only course in America that had a par six. They had what's called the Tiger Tees. The black tees. It was a par six. How long was it? Seven hundred yards. It was ridiculous. I think it was like six eighty. Um, but I don't know if they still have it because the international went out of business, and they've been reopened back up in the past like year and a half with a new ownership group, and I think they did some restructuring. But yeah, they had a par six. It was the only par six in the country. You brought up a good point that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> that's, um, a, that's wait, wait, wait time out. <laughs> You brought up a good point that has nothing to do with anything. I this is can't allow, wait to hear this. Allow me to elaborate. You said uh, New Englanders, we got to basically uh, Labor Day weekend's a big weekend because we have to then go into hibernation. Yeah. What's your favorite month? If you had to rank your favorite months of the year, what month is number? What is your what are your top three or five months of the year? Top three or five? That's almost half the year, five months. Fine. Give me your top three months. What are your top three months of the year? Um, June. June number one, okay. June number one. Still not crazy hot, but we're out of the winter, and like it's actually like nice here. Yeah, I, get, I get it. Uh, I then would probably go September. September's a runaway one for me. Not even close. Runaway one, okay. Runaway one. So I would go September just because the heat here usually breaks. It's usually gorgeous. Sit outside. 80, Football's back. It's 80. It's between 74 and 84, 28 out of the 30 days. Um, I would then go – do, I'll do my top three. I would then probably go December because I really do like Christmas. I like Christmas. Yeah, Christmas Christmas is fine. Um. <laughs> that's a, that is not, that was the most passive aggressive i don't care about christmas that's fine, fine. Christmas, it's my fine. birthday's there too but like december's you, not that cool i mean like it's, christmas, it's, it's so, so expensive like it's it's a yeah but whatever i think well, that's I, only a short time that's only a short time but i think you got two out of the three right if i was grading you <laughs> two out of the three. Oh, so you're on board with june 
I think June's a, I think June's a good number two pick. Um, I go between. I like the heat. So August is a good month for me. And I like the, the heat end, too. And the end of August is good. But also like October is a great month. Well, I was going to say like it, it's probably June. Month. The three best months of the year, I I think in New England are June, September, October. Yeah. So I think it's September, June. If I was my top three are September, June, October. That's that's the final answer. So you're, so you're gas in August. Yeah. It's a tough one because at the end of October, it could snow. And I don't want snow. If you have snow in the month. Yeah, but that's melted in a day. That doesn't stick. But it's still like it'd be cold. I'd have frost. I don't know. August. August. I can play more golf. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm debating. I'm debating. Maybe by the end of the podcast, I can make a decision on the best month. But September is June a is run the, away. The, run June away is a definitive. We've turned the corner. We've escaped winter and I crappy weather. I agree. With like that. it's not nice until after Memorial Day anymore. Like it's just not. I right? agree with that. I agree with that. We hit June. It's like okay, we got clear path runway. Runway. July. Can be really humid and hot. Yeah, like July could it, suck. It can. Um, August these, can suck too. That's the only. No, they they part. have these last like it's been hot here the last two years, like Ooh. really hot. Yeah. Which I'm I'm I'd much rather it be hot than the twenty below. Not like right. I will never. That's not even a debate. If no. It, so the two extremes, a hundred or like zero, you always take a hundred because you yeah, can go there's to a people pool. that say zero. It's crazy. It's weird. Well, it's wild. That's the. Dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's, and I agree. It's like, who wants to be cold? It's, t- it's terrible. Well, you can't do anything. No, and they're like, you oh, can you go, go to a pool. like the skiers. I'm like, skiing is terrible. At zero, you're gonna be frozen solid. Skiing is the worst expensive thing you can do. By the way, it's the worst <laughs> expensive thing you can do. You're going to pay a boatload of money to go up and down a frozen ski ski lift that's on top of a mountain and potentially roll down said mountain and freeze your balls off. Like that, that sounds terrible. It's yeah, the lodge I, sounds great. The lodge is great. The mountain and doing the whole, like, out of where they're like, Oh, you just bundle up. So I have to put on 25 layers of clothes and, and to go goggles have a good time. to go have a good time. Like that sounds miserable. I, I agree. Skiing, skiing's overrated. Stinks. 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 Skiing stinks. Write stinks. that down. Skiing, skiing stinks. stinks. I agree. Skiing does stink. And if you don't like skiing, the winter here sucks. That's, there's no way around it. There's nothing right. to do. It's nothing. dark. It's dreary. It's cold. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, be like, you get used to it. You don't get used to it. No, there's no getting no. used to it. No, I think at the, I think the opposite. As long as you get older, like the more you hate it. Oh God, yeah. I mean, I, hell, my hand almost got taken off in a snowblower. <laughs> like, there's nothing good. <laughs> like nothing good comes from the winter. <laughs> nothing. And I don't, I don't, I mean, you know what? The winter here, uh, I was at, like, the winter here doesn't start till January anymore, though. It really is January through like March is just brutal. It's just brutal. Yeah, that, that, that's, I agree. It's the weather, the winter stinks. I, uh, when I retire, I'm going somewhere warm. And no it's doubt. Not even, uh, no doubt. There will not be course. retirements of me in the winter of New England's whatsoever. Nope. No chance. None. None. All right. Everyone likes good weather talk. <laughs> but uh, the month of debate month of the I've year. had I've had with multiple people in September, September, June. Shit, I, I'm gonna have to d- debate about this. August can be really bad in the beginning, but s- like right now, I love August. <sighs> but anyway, I, I, I'm impartial to June. It was always you get out. Of, you used to get out of school in June, right? Um, my birthday's in June. 
It's right, coming up on the Fourth of July. It's like great uh, music. I mean, great music. Great it's great. Music. It's, it's great. I guess you go to a concert. It'd be great. Music. There's concerts in June. There's concerts in June. <laughs> there's music. People play music in June. There's there's lots of that. I guess no one does um, that in May. Nope, nope. May, <laughs> May is a shit month for, for music. music. May is the worst music month of the year. <laughs> I mean, May used to be a good month, and it's just it's just not anymore. Like the weather's the beginning not. Part of May is just like extended April. You and you know what's you know what the the worst part of May is. You feel like you, we should be there. You're like, no, no, we're we're out of it. The nope. only the only good thing about May is like occasionally you get like a 65, 70 degree day, and that feels like a thousand degrees. It does, after yeah. Like. Yeah. So May's got the thing. It's but that could come late. in April. That comes in April though sometimes. Yeah, but too. May 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 is a I'd say May's a top six. Right? It's gotta be a top half. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we've already eliminated we've eliminated January, February, January, March, April. I think they're gone. They're gone. Those I think four are January done. is all right, so flip it. The three worst months. Oh, it's January, February, March. There's 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 no way around it. All right, but is it January, February, March? Or is it Oh no, February's the February worst. worst. February is number worst. one. Worst month of the year. February, January. March. Football ends. It's freezing. It's cold. It's terrible. February's it's dark. Awful. It's terrible. It's the worst. February, January, March. I think that's the way that it goes. Actually, I, no. I would go February, March, January. Why? Because March is. It's like again. You think, oh, we're almost to spring. No, yeah, it's but- terrible. It's like it's like a tease. It's terrible. There could be a nice day in March. March stinks. Ah. I think I January, January's January, got January, NFL, March. January's got NFL playoffs. Yeah, you make a good point with the playoffs. January's got football. It's got NFL playoffs. March, March Madness, but I would take NFL playoffs over March Madness from a, from a viewing perspective. I agree. So I'm going. I'm going February, March, January. Three worst months. I think I'm going to go February, January, March. That's right. That's all it. right. Okay. That, that's it. That's that's a debate. I'd like to hear other people's thoughts on this. This is a <laughs> this hotly is a, contested is, thing. This, I mean, I'm anyway. t- I'm boiling it down to sports too. I'm thinking about from a sports perspective. January, January's got the college football final. It's got NFL playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs. The, your winter best classic the NFL playoffs because they kind of take up all the weekends in January. Yeah, they do all the way through. Yeah, right. Because you have the Super Bowl in February. That's one game. No, February is crap. February's crap. And the Super Bowl can be crap, too. Oh, you get spring training baseball. Which I do love at the very end of when we get to go down to spring training. That's the best part of spring training, February. Yeah, the best part going of- to Florida. It's the one time a year I love going to Florida. That's it, right there. I would love to know what people who live in, like, Arizona, in, like, Florida, and, like, down there think of this debate. Because it's got to be flipped. Oh yeah, because January, February, March is their their summer essentially. They get yeah. to go outside then. Yeah, they can't I mean. go out. They can't go outside in the summer because it's 120 degrees. Yeah, because like February in uh, Fort Myers, Florida, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's like literally the perfect weather. You could, it's like having San Diego weather, which is year round. Yeah, San, the people in San Diego are like, yeah, man, January through December is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Every month's great. Why do you guys live? Why do you live in New England, you morons? <laughs> yeah, how stupid are you guys? Do you listen to yourself? Um, anyway, over the last eight weeks, if we can get this back on track, uh, though I am fully responsible for derailing this, I've, act- I've had some really good conversations with some up-and-coming sports executives. 
Before we get to that, I, because I want to, I want to call this out. Before we get to that, which is the topic of this podcast, obviously, or this it could be whatever the hell we want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> On your own personal business side, has that been announced, or is that still? Are we allowed to talk about that? The uh, yeah, one of them. I got it. My first deal done it is signed, sealed, and delivered. That's what I want. Yes, that's what I was referring to. So people are like, "What's this cryptic? Is he leaving the Celtics?" No. Jesus Christ, no. Um, <laughs> Your first NBA deal signed, sealed, delivered. That is awesome. Congratulations. Thank you very much, uh, Jason Stone, who's a great guy. He's an injury lawyer in Boston. Uh, a wonderful guy. Uh, he's got a wonderful staff. Um, and I kind of had. Uh, you already signed the deal. You don't need to. You don't need to pump his tires. No, but I'm just telling you, I, I like the guy. <laughs> Uh, his wife, Amy, who is very nice. Um, That's easy to remember for you. Yeah, I can remember that one. And I did have one of these kind of things. One of the things about Top Golf, I didn't, not, you know, Top Golf is great, but like when you sell a Top Golf deal, you never get to see it, right? Because like you're doing it in other markets. Like you don't and go you're, and you're, to the. Yeah, you're not, you're not at the, you're not at the driving range. Yeah. Yeah, right. <clears throat> and we recorded for like a half a day. Uh, all of his TV commercials at our uh, practice facility in um, in Brighton. And it was like, holy cow, like I did this, right? Like, you know, took an, took an army and took, a, you know, colleagues. And, uh, you know, I didn't do it singularly by any means. But, like, to see it in action, that was awesome. And it was like, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. It, it's fantastic. It's to see it now and come to life in October when the tip-off, it's it's – October, it's the NBA, baby. It's the NBA. October 18th, we tip off in uh, national televised games against Sixers, and we're going to be, like, off and running. And then, you know, with the sad passing of Bill Russell, um, that uh, I think there's going to be a lot of tributes to him. And how about the NBA retiring the number six? Yeah. Kinda like, uh, you know, Jackie Robinson's 42. Um, I didn't – maybe I'm too naive, but I didn't see that coming. And uh, I was like, well, that's cool as hell. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of cool. Not kind of. It's very cool. It's like I have meetings in the Bill Russell conference room all the time. And, like, you just go there and it's like, holy shit. Like, this is this is something else. I got to get you to the offices. The offices. I know. I got to I gotta come over. I, I got to. You know, why didn't they do it when he was alive? <laughs> so he knew about it. <laughs> I feel like that would be, like, something cool to, like, hear while you're alive. Like. Because he, yeah. he, he dealt with a lot of stuff back in the day. Of course. Uh, you you read some of the things that he says. Uh, like, it would have been like a nice, like, hey, Bill, we're going to retire your number. Thanks for everything you did. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> I, I think that's a really good point. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even have a, Oh, he's dead. Well, now it's time. It's now like, it's time. Yeah. Like, but, they retired Gretzky's number in the NHL without him dying. 99 can't be worn by anybody. I actually did not know that. Yeah, 99 is fully retired. How about no 66 for Lemieux? He was my childhood hero. No one's worn it, but it's not. I don't think it's officially retired. No one's worn it in the NHL. I'm almost positive. No one is. I don't think. I could be wrong. Unless it, I don't quote Jack me on that. Tipton. But I'm Tell trying us. to think of who's been a number sixty-six. Like I, I don't think anyone I has. I'm so far out of the NHL. I'm not gonna lie. I have no idea. So anyway, before we get to other people, let's talk about your deal. Let's talk about the anatomy of it. Let's talk about how it all got done. This is why right, we do good, this that's thing. That's good. That's good. We can talk about this. We can talk about this. Um, how did it happen? It started over a lunch with Jason Stone and my um, and my boss Gino, and 
um, we just started talking, and it just seemed like he wanted to accomplish a handful of things. One, I think the Celtics uh, elevates his brand, right? Like, um, we when he can put the association of Jason Stone and the Celtics next to each other, it helps him. He's also very involved in the community, so um, he does a big bike helmet giveaway to all around uh, all around Boston and the area, and we could enhance that, right? So, like, he's going to do that bike helmet giveaway, and we're going to <clears throat> uh, bring the uh, NBA the our championship trophies, uh, Celtics legends, the dancers, uh, the lucky our mascot, um, and bring all of that to those things to make it bigger and better. And now his bike helmets will now have Celtics logos on them too, which makes the bike helmets cooler. Um, and then to do that, you know, a little minor league baseball action in there too, is to promote it like five or six times. We're doing giant tricycle races on the court during a timeout uh, to help promote bike helmet giveaways that are probably will be upcoming soon after um soon after the events and then add in some signage and some tickets and uh some hospitality and uh you got a deal and uh jason during the whole time was his whole team was is really good at uh, really good about it and we just started back like hell when did i start there april chris uh, yeah, like, so. yeah probably in our favorite month may or june and uh, closed right before I went to, uh, you know, signed, sealed, delivered on the dotted line uh, right before I went to Pinehurst. Good way to go to Pinehurst. Great way to go to Pinehurst. <laughs> Celebrate more things than just being 40. Yeah, so there was, uh, that was, that was, that was, and, uh, that was, that was great. It made, it made me feel, we talked about imposter syndrome uh, yep. the last time. And I was like, no, it's like, no, F this, I can do this. And, uh, you know, Lucchino always would say, uh, you're always judged on your entrances and your exits. And he would tell me that, God damn, every time we would hire somebody. So I must have heard it 50 times. And uh, so he drilled into my head. And when I left there, you're always judged about your entrances and your exits. I hear you. And uh, so that rang true here. I was like, all right, you got to start. I want I want to start hot. You can never really control it, right? But... Um, so, I mean, that's it's got to be record hot. I mean, people don't get deals done at uh, we're not talking about the financials, but like that quickly, like it's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it was it was it was good. And I got I have another one that's at contract now, which would put me over my goal. Anytime you can exceed your yearly goal in like you know four months is wild, probably, is a, probably a pretty good thing. Yeah, that's... so. Uh, decent day at the office. Decent day at a spectacular office. You got to see him. You have to come and see him. I do. I know. I need to get over there. I've been invited by now. I think you're the third person to invite me. You were the last person to invite me there. So that's who else invited on. you? Uh, Jake and Devin. Ah, they literally sit like across and behind me. <laughs> yep. So yep, even third person to invite me. So you're you're slacking. I never talk to you anymore. In the uh, in the, I think this is the last time we. We we talked too. A, a big thing happened for probably me personally, but also New England and well, not New England, Massachusetts. And I was up till four in the morning waiting for it to happen. Sports betting. Sports betting's in. Uh, My boys, DraftKings are in 
the hizzy. Sports betting's coming to Massachusetts. Yeah, it's exciting. It's passed at the 29th hour as it went over the time limit in the house as a bill. It's like five in the morning. I yeah, I was like up. Five I was up. In the morning. Yeah, no, I was up. I was up the whole night. I was texting Jake because I know he's got some skin in the game with that. Yeah, uh, I was like, I was telling him the inside information I was getting him throughout the night. It was a wild ride. It was another one of those like lockout nights of like, oh, they're gonna lock out. They're gonna get a deal done. This was okay. Sports betting is gonna financially shape my upcoming year drastically. So I'm gonna just be all in and watch this play out in real time. And when I got the tweet came out from the Senate, the the Senate in the House, being like, we have a deal on sports. Man, I was like, Woo-hoo! it was five in the morning, and I was like. Okay. I, I I was like, ah, good, because, like... Yeah, you don't care. <laughs> you don't live in Massachusetts. And, yeah. Well, no, that, not that I don't, like, live doesn't matter. Like, But for me, I was like, well, all my other, the guys, like, you know, Jake and the other folks on the team who sell, like, they kind of had the sports betting category, like, the prospects locked in, right? It was yeah, like, yeah. I wasn't going to come in and be like, hey, guys, have you ever heard of this company, uh, DraftKings? Fandoolish? Fandool. Sazers? Uh, Sazers? Yeah. <laughs> it's in Salesforce. You guys spelled it wrong. People spell Sazers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so sports betting turned on since the last time we spoke, which will be um, a nice thing for all the teams here in Massachusetts over the next year. Yeah, it's, uh, let's let's make it happen and have some uh, have some good things uh Go on, I'm anxious to see how it all works out. And when it comes when it comes on, right? Like hopefully they can get it going. I'd say two to three months. We're still away. Yeah. Between right. the so, application, licensing, all that stuff. Yeah, probably November, December, maybe. Yeah, I, I, that's I, January. Best I could case also scenario. just say like January first. Be <clears throat> best there. case scenario, yeah. Best case scenario. I don't think it's gonna be before football. People were like, Oh, we'll get it up and running in like a week. It's like, nah, that's not how government works. Or at least by the um Super Bowl. That's the that's I think the target, but I still think you're leaving a lot of money on the table if you miss three quarters of a football season. But anyway, it's passed. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be too nitpicky. It's coming. It'll be here by the opening day of next year for sure. So that's good. You'd be in good shape. You'd be in good shape. All right, can I talk about these good conversations that I had? If you'd like, it is your podcast. It's our podcast. It's not my. Well, podcast. I mean, it, and when I say your, I mean our. But yes. Yes. Last time, eight weeks ago. I yelled and screamed. You did. I did. I yelled and screamed. Rob Rant. Rob Rant. Uh, no Rob Rant. Oppo of Rob Rant. What I like, I'll, you know, people reach out to me and, oh, somebody, I, mean, I have one on Thursday. You know who um, introduced him? Uh, Dan Lust, former uh, two, oh. or th- two or three time uh, front office features guest. Anyway, um, I've had a couple uh, people still in college. And they came prepared. They knew, they didn't just say, uh, tell me about your career. How did you become, you know, senior director at the Celtics? Uh, you can look at my LinkedIn. Like, it just is, there's a timeline of all that. Yep. You know, but they are kind of talking about, like, you know, when you, went, when you went from X job to Y job, tell me about that process. You were a president and now you're not like how like w- tell me about that process like how does that how does that work um you know i'm just getting started and i want to make sure that i'm setting myself up as i kind of <clears throat> enter into here um what do you think about this process this is what i'm thinking how would you adjust said process um 
I am considering grad school, what would you consider in grad school important? All of these things were like way more in-depth. We had like a conversation and it wasn't like, I don't know. Do you ever get the ones that like are an assignment? Hey, you need yeah. to go talk to a yeah, yeah. executives and yep. they're just doing it to check the box. Yep. Can you answer these questions for me? I need right. to tell my I need to go yeah. get a B on a I need to go get a B on a uh, paper. Yep. Right. Like yeah, yeah. Fine. I understand why the teacher does that, right? He wants to get them talking so you can they're he or she wants to get them talking so you can get going. I get that. But I probably had over the last say eight weeks, I don't know, maybe six conversations, eight six six conversations. All of them were good. All of them were good. That's crazy. 100%. 100% on the test. All of them were good. And they, some of them were coming at like, hey, we talked, you know, a couple, uh, you know, a year ago, a month ago. Um, and it was kind of a, you know, reconnect type thing. And those ones were good, right? Like, and the new ones were good. And I think when you're doing this, it's all about prep. And I don't care if it was, you're 40 years old and, reaching out to people, right? You still need help. I think the same logic applies whether you're 21 years old and you're entering in your junior or senior year and you're trying to figure out what to do after or yep. you're 41 years old and you're trying to make that next step in your career. I think the same logic applies. Yeah, no, I, I, that's that's not even a question. And that's, the, that's why I've been telling a lot of people lately, the good news, bad news. The stuff you're dealing with when you're 22, you're gonna deal with when you're 42, right? <laughs> That's right. It's just it's, it's just the nature of it. Like those those questions that you ask yourself when you're going out networking, applying for a job, you need to have that whole. It's it's no different if you're 42 and nobody knows who you are. It doesn't matter, right? You right. might know who they are. You better they better know you, and you better have that reputation. You better have the stuff to back it up. No different than 22, and it's just it's just your whole career is is essentially the exact same with different levels. And changing, but the, the sitting at night in bed questioning if you're doing the right thing, being able to go out and have a conversation with folks, to meet people, it never ends. It just never ends. It's a, it's a long cycle. It feels probably worse and harder because you're just trying to get started at like 21, 22. But that process will never divert from your day to day. It just doesn't. It's just essentially every day is the same thing with that regarding being prepared, going out, putting yourself out there, being poignant, direct concise all those things it just it doesn't go away like it doesn't be like oh i got my job at 22 okay all that's out the window now no no yeah. good news bad news <laughs> it's the same thing when you're 42 yeah congratulations at 22 you're gonna have to do it again when you're 26 looking for your next job exactly right doesn't end it's so a vicious anyway, cycle um for the people who listen to all these episodes which i appreciate which we appreciate um you heard me yell the last time i am no yelling this time I wanted to say that it was spectacular, and uh, I hope that that continues. Mazel tov. Isaiah, um, Isaiah is coming up on the hot seat on Thursday. Isaiah. Uh, I, from uh, intro from Dan Lust. Shout out Sports uh, sports Law Lust. Good follow on Twitter and Instagram. Is he still doing the podcast? Great question. I don't know. Conduct Detrimental, I think it was called. Uh, good podcast to uh, take a listen to, but yeah, you're, if, if you're into the legal side of things, it was is great. Yeah, he's very good. He's Darren very Heitner, good. he's partnered with Darren Heitner, I think, right, or um, somebody. Yeah. Anyway, 
<laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan is a good guy. Great, great. Oh, one of our original guests. Um, Saturday, this coming Saturday. Yep. Think that's true. Uh, no, this coming Saturday is my uh, son's family birthday party. Uh, Sunday, I'm going to the Woosox game for the first time since I left. Really? I am. Heading to the game. Bringing the fam? Bringing the fam. And uh, I'll say this. I'm a snob when I'm going there. If I'm not sitting in a suite, like, I'm just not going. <laughs> <laughs> just not. Like, just, did you make that Did you I'm make that not known? going. Did I make that known? Absolutely. I text uh, Jack Verducci. I think he got promoted to senior vice president this year. Uh, oh, Jack. Good for Jack. Uh, I said, Jack, um, I'm anxious to see you. Looking forward to it. But I'm not coming unless uh, I'm in a suite. I, I mean, I, I I had this conversation recently. Uh, I, I know it sounds douchey, but we've been doing this too long to be in general lines. We've been doing this too long to be sitting far away from anything. Like, yeah. I just no. We went to Elton John at Gillette um, in July. It was July. Yeah, we haven't had a podcast. And my my friends had got the tickets, and I, they're like, "Do you want to?" And this was two years ago, like when they asked me if I wanted to go. Then COVID hit, and Elton John's went on a farewell tour for like I guess ten years now. I don't. I don't it seems yeah. like it. I was like, "Yeah, I'll go." And then I'm like, "I forgot. I forgot how much I hate going to Gillette because getting in and out of there, it's getting just, in and out of it's, Gillette is awful. It's it's just brutal. Anyway, it was supposed to rain." And we were sitting in like the 200 level, so not not terrible, but like not close. And I was like, no, no, I'm like, no, no. So I, I text, I text the people at the Globe. I'm like, by chance, are you guys here? Like, yeah, come on down, come in the suite. They have a suite right at the 50 yard line. We were covered the whole night. It poured, food, booze. I'm like, yeah, this is this is the reason we do this, right? Like, why am I not gonna take care of these? We talked about the this. Globe, the Boston Globe. The Boston Globe has the biggest suite at Gillette. Yeah, they've had it forever. Really. So um, John Henry owns the Globe, so we work closely with those guys. So yeah, I've gotten yeah, yeah. to know them over the years. Anyway, yeah, it's one of those things where you and I say, like, I'm going to take advantage of our situations because we should. Like, yeah, you should. We've should. earned it. It's been 20 years. I agree. I'm just not going to a game with a... Uh... Took my kids. Took, it was me and just my kids. No, Rachel the other day. Me, Zach, and Emma went to a Sox game. Went down the field for batting practice. Zach got a ball from G-Man Choi from the Rays. Very nice. Um, I hear he's Emma a character. He was messing around the whole time during BP. He rolled Zach a ball. Emma got a ball. Had a blast. The whole thing. So, yeah. I mean, it's just like these moments where like they go quick. And I guess the last thing before we wrap this up is big shout out to Maddie and Zach tomorrow. Or two days. No, when this comes out, Matt, this comes Maddie's out tomorrow. Maddie's got uh, first grade tomorrow. First grade tomorrow. And my main man, Zach, Scott Wednesday, right? Wednesday, yep. First grader. He keeps telling me he's he's, he's older now. He's a big kid because he's in first grade. He's grown first up. First grade. He's in we first two, grade. We got two first graders. Two first graders. And my son turns two on uh, Monday. You're a little. You're a little bit. Yeah. You're a little bit more behind me on the Emma train. She's yeah, gonna be four in November. She's yeah. going on forty. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So Zach and Maddie starting first grade. Big days. We started this podcast days. three years ago this month. I was. We were talking about August. It was three years ago. Yeah. This is episode like 171. Yeah. Crazy. No one wasn't born. Emma was was she born? No, she wasn't born. No, she she's turning four. Wait, I'm trying to think. She's turning four. That's right. Yeah, no, she was born. No, because yeah. when when did we win the World Series? 2018. I started this in 2019, September of 19. 
20, 21, 22. I thought we did an episode about me running, riding a duck boat. You did. You were just telling the story of when you rode a duck boat. Oh. Like, it's like you don't, you didn't have to tell that like the day after. Oh, I thought, I, it <laughs> you all, told it like. It all tries, I, I, I remember, there's episodes I remember vividly. Like, I remember when I went to San Francisco and when we record, I brought the stuff with me. That was early on. Yeah. And I recorded when I was out there. And then um, I remember like when I sent the man to jail episode, I remember that <laughs> specifically. Right. I remember that one too. Um, I wish I got a jury. So this is the, this is how long we've been doing this. I got a jury duty summons recently, and I was like, no, 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 no. I, this is within the I, window. I just because did I did this and I looked it up, and it was, I I was good by three days to be under the three year mark. So that's how long we've been doing this since you sent a man to jail. Yeah, that was that was season one. That was season one when <laughs> season. I sent the man. <laughs> season one. Season one, we're on season a thousand. We should talk. It's now we're in three years. We should we should do we should talk about like some of our favorite moments. I know we're not we're not doing like a top ten because it would be too hard. But like, I started thinking about the other day like some of the stuff when I was looking through our library and just being like, oh, I, like I forget probably three quarters of them. Like well, legitimately three quarters. I have the way over on forgetting more than three seventy five percent of it. Like I probably people I interviewed ten percent. There's some interviews that stick out vividly in my head and there's some areas I'm like I don't remember talking to that person <laughs> <laughs> like, like I guess it was like COVID too like a COVID brain but yeah there's but one we had th- a fun time with it though no for sure still like, having I, a fun time with it no I'm saying like I think this for sure during COVID was hugely cathartic hugely cathartic and it gave us something to look forward to and do and we were doing it like twice a week we were doing interviews all this like during the day when we were like quote unquote working there was no work there was nothing yeah. to do so like we were interviewing people and like having conversations. Yeah, it's good. But I will say, like looking back, like at some of the names, I'm like, I don't remember that conversation. But even still, so like I always say, like, hey, I, I've been doing this podcast. We haven't done an episode in a while, but like, there's a lot of good content in the back. Um, I send them, send them, send them. So like, we're still gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this because I don't feel like the pressure to, you know, bang one out every every week. And I, but I don't want to do every eight weeks again um, no that was too long that but that was, was long. that was summer that was, that was, it was we, we just went through the laundry list of, of, of excuses yeah. to kick off the podcast we do need to get a guest on here we should do a guest like a, a like a three-way <laughs> three-way guest <laughs> you, you want to you want to do you do you want to i i do you want to reword that i'm that's not taking what, i'm not taking it out that's in, what she uh, said post. <laughs> i am uh uh we don't take anything out but i think we've done it once ever i think we've, I think we've re- done edited it once they would done it once. Um, it. Once we did, tw- we did do. Uh, I remember we recorded one and it didn't record, and we had to do it all over the next. That was, day. and we went. Up, I remember that we went up to your 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 temporary Tem- office in Worcester. Yeah. And that was a good. And I remember that was a good one. I remember good that one. was like we you would we were laughing so and it didn't record. And it didn't it just. And we tried to like recapture and it didn't, didn't work. work. It was it didn't first, work. The original one that's in the ether somewhere. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> So who who and heard it? And there's still an episode. I I, I got to find it of when yeah. I interviewed you. Yeah, at the FSM old offices. At the FSM old offices. Yeah, we should you should find that. That's, there there we go. We, we release a podcast. Rob interviews Chris. And now then you know what? I'll interview you. That's what we should do. <laughs> that we should do that. All right. We're just we content suck ideas. At teasing stuff. We're just we're we're ideating. I hate that word. Better. You just you just dropped a very cliche word. I did. All right. Um, well, good to be back. Good Thanks, to be everybody, back. for being patient. Sorry, sorry we were on the road, traveling, coveting, the Co- whole thing. 
coveting. I, li- I like that as a verb. I got coveted. You got coveted. Uh, all right. I'll uh, I'll talk to you later. Later. See you.